Hi there, this is Jacob Msipa, the senior pastor of Builders Church. I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to our podcast today. And I trust that it will bless and build your spirit. Enjoy the message and God bless you. Today we are starting a new theme. And our new theme is greater. Greater. Somebody say greater. Look at your neighbor and say greater. Come on, you can do better than that. There are no masks anymore. Declare greater. Yes, that's more like it. There are many great people in the world. There are many things that are great. People are great. Places are great. Possessions are great. There are great purposes. And there are great personalities. There's quite a lot. And there's quite a number of things that are great in this world. But all of those things that are great even combined, they can never be greater than what is in Christ. Somebody say, I am in Christ. All of them can never be greater than what is in Christ. I find it very sad that as believers, we are very ignorant when it comes to the greatness of God. Believers would rather know how great Satan is than knowing how great God is. Believers are all clued up when it comes to demons, but know nothing about angels. Even those who pray at night, which is a good thing, but in most cases, they say, Baba, men and I'm a demon. But what I know is that Jacob, one day, Baba, and things happened. So, would you rather Ubamba and Amatimoni than Ubamba and Ubamba and Engelos? But we are so conscious of how great the devil and his demons are in such a way that we neglect the greatness of God. So, instead of spending time in the presence of the Lord at night, Ubamba and Amatimoni. Instead of understanding and knowing the presence of God and how it, 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 it operates in your life. So that when you wake up and you go to work, you can know how to invoke the presence of the Lord. When things are not going well in your day, you can know how to invoke the presence of the Lord. But you become a stranger in the presence of the Lord because I'm not saying we must be ignorant of them. And the schemes of the enemy. But I feel like it's not good for us to know more about them, more about them than we know about God Himself. I feel like it's not good for us to know more about demons than we know about angels. Somebody say amen. So if we can focus on the greatness of God, the devil and his demons will actually become smaller and smaller in our lives. The reason why the devil is so big in your life and the devil is magnified and all that he is doing and his demons and all that he, he schemes and all that he is busy with, it is because you are magnifying him. But if you can magnify God, that you will, you will remember one day, oh, by the way, the enemy exists. But 
You are not affected by his existence because you are so much swallowed in the presence of God and in the knowledge of how great your God is. In the book of 1 John chapter number 4, verse number 4, the Bible says, you are of God, little children, and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater. Somebody shout greater. He who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. You have already overcome by reason of having the one who is greater in the inside of you. Somebody say amen. Our subject under this theme of greater is greater than people. Greater than people. God is greater than people. There is a very high level of competition for greatness even in the body of Christ. It's unfortunate that even believers are included. There are many people that want to assert themselves as great. Sometimes to a point of attempting to be greater than God who has actually given them the greatness. Have you ever seen someone who's so ambitious to be great in such a way that you can see that they are going ahead of God? Because they are competing with others. They want to be greater than others. But even as God has made us great, we are to always remember that He is greater. We are to always know that no matter how great He makes us to be, He is the greater one. And He is the one who has made us. God is greater than any great person you can ever think of. First John chapter number 5, verse number 9. You can turn there with me. Hallelujah. First John chapter number 5, verse number 9. I'm going to read it um, in the NIV version. It says, We accept human testimony, but God's testimony is greater. Shout greater. Because it is the testimony of God which is which he has given about his son. God's testimony is greater because it is the testimony of God which he has given about his son. Our God is great. Our God is so great. We need to understand and we need to know how great our God is. Many of us are living defeated lives because we do not know, we do not understand how great our God is. The book of Psalms, chapter number 145, verse number 3, the Bible says, Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised and His greatness is unsearchable. David says His greatness is unsearchable. And when we look at this word great here, we see that it means considerably above average. So it means the greatness of God is above average. There is an average of, people, of, of the greatness of people, the greatness of places, the greatness of anything that you can think of. 
but the greatness of God is considerably above average. And this word here, if it's used before a noun or to emphasize a particular description of someone or of something, it denotes the element of something that is the most important. Of something or someone that is most important. It denotes also the element of someone or something that is most worthy of consideration. So many of us follow God. We serve God. We do quite a lot of things for God. We are here at church every Sunday. We serve Him wholeheartedly. But we do not know how great He is. One day Job said something very profound. He said, behold, God is great. And we do not know Him. He must have had a great revelation of how great God is. And he sat down and he said, actually, this God is great. And he wanted each and every one of us to know. He said, behold, God is great. I can almost see. I can almost see him wanting each and every one of us to understand how great God is. He had seen so many things happening in his life. And then he got to understand. His eyes were opened. Just like I'm praying for each and every one of us this morning. That our eyes may be opened to see how great God is. Because we can walk a journey with God and do all the right things. But never fully comprehend how great God is. So here Job came to a realization of how, God great, of how great God is. And then he said, behold, God is great and we do not know him, nor can the number of his years be discovered. He is a great God. He also does great things. Everything about God is great. Everything that God does is great. God does not do small things. God does not do insignificant things. God does not even make insignificant people. God makes people who are great. Each and every one of us here seated under the sound of my voice. I want us to walk out of this place knowing that there is greatness in the inside of you. Why? Because God made you. You were made by a great God. And this great God does not make things or people that are not great. Somebody say, Amen. Everything that God does is derived from His greatness. Even, even our redemption story is truly a story of His greatness. He redeems us by His greatness. The work of the cross displays His greatness. So if we can understand and fully comprehend the greatness of God, this monster or this cancer called competition will cease in the body of Christ. Because in most cases when we see somebody becoming great, we think that God has run out of resources for us to also be great. But if we can fully understand and comprehend how great God is, 
we will be happy for everyone that God lives because we will know that he has it in him to also lift me. He has it in him to still lift me and everyone else that he wants to lift as well. God's power and God's greatness is not depleted as soon as he blesses somebody else next to you. God is great and his resources are vast. His blessing is even that big, just as great as he is, even his resources to make great and to also lift are just as vast. Somebody say amen. So next time you feel like you were supposed to get what your next door, your friend or your husband or your wife or whoever, you were supposed to get it instead of them. Remember God is great. He has a lot. He has a lot. In our lifetime, we can never deplete God. We can never finish God. We can never finish His resources. We can never finish His abilities. We can never finish His ability to bless. Just as much as God is blessing those who are in their season, know that He has it in Him to also cause you to enter into your own season and be blessed. No need for you to even be jealous of anyone. No need for you to compete with anyone. God is great. Somebody say God is great. He is greater than that need that you feel like it's so big in such a way that when someone has more than you have, you feel like you are entitled so that they can give to you as well. Know that God will never run out no matter how much he can bless the next person, he will never run out. There's something for you as well. Say there's something for me in the greatness of God. In the greatness of God, there's something for me. Hallelujah. That's how great God is. But then for us to experience the greatness of God, we need to declare his greatness. We are called actually, to declare His greatness. Also in the, in the book of Psalms, verse number 145, as we read, but in verse number 6 now, the Bible says, Man shall speak of the might of your awesome acts, and I will declare your greatness. I love it in the TPT. It says, Your awe-inspiring acts of power have everyone talking. Everyone is talking about his display of power. And he says, I'm telling people everywhere about your excellent greatness. Listen to the message. It says, your marvelous doings are headline news. I could write a book full of the details of your greatness. So we are supposed to declare the greatness of God. That's what we are called for as the children of God. To declare the greatness of God. That is our number one calling. Each and every one of us, regardless of who we are and what we do, we are called to declare the greatness of God. And this word declare, it means to show forth 
And that means as by an example. I love this because it means that we are called for God to make an example of us about His greatness. How great God is. Look at me. How great God is. Look at this Edna. How great God is for an example, we see. Hallelujah. That is what it is talking about when it says we are called to declare the greatness of God. It means that we are called to be an example of His greatness. To show how great He is. It also means to manifest His greatness. So when we declare His greatness, we are manifesting His greatness. People see us do great and, and wonderful things and they are wondering what is going on. We are manifesting the greatness of God. It also means to publish, which means to make public, to make it known. That is why then the Bible says, this translation, uh, 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 which is the message, it says the headline news for everyone to know. Publish also means to proclaim. To declare is to speak. Speak about God's greatness. It means to talk. It means to tell it out. So you are not quiet about it. But you are loud about it. You are loud about the greatness of your God. Now there are spheres where God's greatness operates. Number one, he operates his greatness through people. God operates his greatness through people. We can experience his greatness through people. That even though there are great people, God is greater than them. Sometimes people use the greatness that God has given to them to play God over other people. We need to understand that when God has made us great, we are nobody's God. God remains God over people. We have a tendency of the fact that when God has elevated us, has made us great, we then want to be God over people. We need to know that God wants to remain God and He is the greater one. It doesn't matter what position God has given you. It doesn't matter what God has given to you that causes you to have an upper hand over other people. But you need to always know that as much as you are great, God is actually greater. Somebody say amen. Second Chronicles chapter number 34, verse number 30. The Bible says, The king went up to the house of the Lord, and all the men of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, the priests and the Levites, and all the people, great and small. Somebody say great and small. And he read in their hearing all the words of the book of the covenant, which had been found in the house of the Lord. Do not see yourself as a small one. The Bible says all people, great and small. Let me explain to you and deliver you 
Don't look at yourself as a small person. You are great in your own lane. The problem is that you are looking at yourself, comparing yourself to others who are in their own lane. And then you see yourself as small. But if you can fully understand and be comfortable in the lane that God has given you, you will actually see how great you are. You are not small at all. It's just that it depends on the lanes. But each time you try and walk on somebody else's lane, you will always see yourself as smaller than others. The problem is that we look at others doing their thing in their lanes. And then we see ourselves as those who are small. The Bible says great and small. It does not mean that they were not equal. It means that they were small in a certain area, but great in another. So there is a smallness in me, but there is also a greatness in me. Because if you are talking about business, I'll be small. But when you are talking about my lane in ministry, I can't be small. But if I am going to look at you being great in business, I'm going to see myself small in ministry. Because I am measuring myself according to a lane that is not mine. That is what has been bothering most of us. That, that, is what, that is what causes us not to appreciate the greatness of God in the inside of us. Because we see our greatness through the eyes of other people who are not called for what we are called for. And when they are doing their thing and they are doing it well and God is blessing them, we think, I'm small. You're not small at all. Pray for grace to see yourself correctly. And to see yourself according to what God has called you to do. Then you will see that God is actually developing greatness in the inside of you and out of your life. Somebody say amen. the blood that levels the ground. The Bible says both great and small, they were in the covenant and they were in the house of God. So when we, when we are in the house of God, it levels the ground. The blood of Jesus levels the ground. That is why maybe sometimes we even find ourselves in this trap that we were talking about just now of competing with one another because we think we are equal in what we are doing only to find that there is a lane for everyone. Lane for everyone. And we will see ourselves correctly, Barcelona, I promise you. If you can just stick to your lane, stick to what God has called you to do, and make sure that you are the best in it, you will see how great you are. Not in comparison to any other person. That's the biggest problem. Because we want to be greater than others instead of being greater in the manner that God has called us to. To be great in what God wants us to do. Somebody say amen. So there are certain people who will do what others want to do. And this will determine whether or not they will be great. You will be great if you do what God has called you to do. Not what others are doing. That's where your greatness is. 
when you do what God has called you to do, not what others are doing. Somebody say amen. amen. God wants us to be great. One day he said to Abraham, I will bless you and I will make your name great. Now under the sphere of people, there are three areas through which we must show forth the greatness of God. He must be greater in all these three areas and we must show it forth that indeed He is a great God. Number one in our life. In our lives. Listen to what Jesus says in the book of Luke chapter number 22 verse number 27. He said, For who is greater? He who sits at the table or he who serves? Key question. And then he says, Is it not he who, who sits at the table? Yet I am among you as the one who serves. So in other words, it doesn't get any greater than me. He says. So if you think that it's the one who sits on the table who is greater, look at me, Jesus, among you serving. So it means that it's not the one who sits on the table that is greater. But it is he who serves. So in our lives, we need to be people who serve. We need to be like Jesus. And then we are going to be great. Because it does not get any greater than him. And yet he was serving. And therefore, in other words, he says, Since I am the petting son, since I am the one whom you must look upon, then you must be like me. I'm not sitting on the table, but I am among you and I am serving. Somebody say amen. So for our lives to be great, we, not, we need to lose our lives and live our lives that are in Christ. We must declare and say that it is no longer I who live, but it is Christ who lives in me. So therefore, Therefore, I'm going to be like him. And how am I going to be like him? The Bible says here, he said, I am among you serving. So if you are like Jesus indeed, no matter how great you are, no matter how great he can make you to be, you can never be greater than him and not serve. That is why in this church, every pastor, lead and associate, we are workers. Yes, we serve. And if serving is greater than you, then greatness is not for you. Because Jesus is the greatest and yet he served. So it means you are not interested in greatness if you don't serve. In this church, all of us, you can ask them, when it's time to open, all the skaters had paint. The two of us, we did that job and we finished it. Why? Because we serve. So if there is any pastor in this church that you see not serve, we wash the dishes in this church. If you can, the pastors of this church wash dishes. There's no dirty, there's no dirty uh, kitchen in this church. Nothing like that. Because if it is dirty, 
The first to stand up must be the pastors. The first to stand up in this church. Because I don't know we clean the pastors of this church clean the church till today if there is a paper outside I pick it up till today no matter how many they are whoever works here during the week can attest I never let papers fly around in this church I pick them up in Hillcrest I pick them up in Pinoni I pick them up serving. Why are we not high and mighty and hanging on the chandeliers? As the lead pastors of this church. It is because my husband said something that was so great and he said I want to smell like sheep. You are great to serve. Greatness is not for you. If you are too great to serve, greatness you will never see. You will pretend you are great until you go to the grave. But true greatness you will not taste. True greatness is from serving. Serve others. Truly. Truly. Truly serve. Truly serve. Truly serve. Yes, truly serve. Marriages are not going well because we don't have a heart of a servant. Many people, their marriages don't go well because they are so full of pride. They cannot serve. If you can have an attitude of serve, of serving, I promise you, even your business will do better. Some of us can't even serve our own customers whom we get paid from. In fact, you should be worshipping the grounds they walk on. Serving them with all that you have. The businesses of people who have a servant heart will always thrive. Because rather than just goods and services that they are giving to people, they are also giving their hearts. They are serving. They are serving. But some of us, the business has not even turned over any significant thing, but I'm so high there, CEO, somebody. Instead of serving. I know people who have made it in life and they are doing very well with a turnover in billions and in millions and millions. And yet they still serve servant heart you cannot be greater than Jesus he served where are you in the scheme of things
That person must know how to serve. According to Jesus, that's how we measure your greatness. Jesus himself. Use every opportunity to serve. Work is an opportunity to serve. Business is an opportunity to serve. Church is an opportunity to serve. Marriage is an opportunity to serve. Home is an opportunity to serve. That's how you will secure your greatness in serving. In serving. Then you will be a great person. When God is greater in your life, you become like Him. When Jesus is greater in your life, you become like Him. If you profess Jesus to be the greater one and you are in Him, then you must be like Him and serve. Also serve in family. We need to make God greater in our families. John chapter number 4, verse number 12. The Bible says, Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as well as his sons and his livestock? John chapter number 8, verse number 53. Are you greater than our father Abraham, who is dead? And the prophets are dead. Whom do you make yourself out to be? So, if it happens that in your family, God has elevated somebody and those people are great, I want you to know that God cannot be greater than them. Don't elevate them so much in such a way that they take a place of God in your life. Let God remain the greatest in your life. Let God remain the greater one in your life. Never make them greater than God. Because they will come and they will go. The Bible says, Abraham was great, but he's dead. The prophets were great, but they are dead. So people are here for a certain period of time including our family members. So let us not ever elevate, be it our husbands, be it our wives, be it our brothers, our sisters, whoever that we feel is playing a very big role in our lives. Let us not elevate them to sit at the seat that is supposed to sit the greater one. Never. Because people come and go. People come and go. It says they are dead, but they were very great. As great as they, as they were. But Oksala, they are no more. So never put your trust in someone who can wake up tomorrow morning being no more. No matter how great we can be, never must we ever elevate ourselves or those around us who are great to make them as if they are greater than God. John chapter number 10, verse number 29. The Bible says, My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. And no one is able to snatch them out of my Father's hands. Also, God can be greater in our callings. As people, God can be greater in our callings. We can manifest 
and proclaim and declare the greatness of God in our callings. We must allow God to show His greatness in every area where He has called us. Yes, there were many great people, but they, were, they are never greater than God. We see many people who have been called by God in the Bible, yet they are not greater than God. They manifested the greatness of God, yes, in their, in their callings. And we can also have that privilege of manifesting the glory, or I mean of manifesting the greatness of God even in our callings, just like them. Luke chapter number 11, the queen of Sheba was great. Solomon, who was visited by her, was also great. In Luke chapter number 7, verse number 28, John was great. The Bible says he was a great prophet. But then, the one who is greater than John, the Bible says he was coming. It says, for I say to you, among those born of women, there is not a greater prophet than John, than John the Baptist, not John the Elder. There is none greater than John, there is none greater than the prophet John the Baptist. But he who is least in the kingdom of God is, is greater than he. He says, the one who is greater than me, himself, John himself, once said, the one who is greater than me is coming. As much as he was great, but he knew that there was someone who was greater than him. All of them were great, but Jesus is greater. And because God is great, he has employed himself to manifest his greatness. Every day, he is looking for a person. Every day, he is looking for somebody that he can make an example of, that he can make his greatest, his greatness to be made manifest upon their lives. And this morning, I wonder if any of us can allow him room to manifest his greatness in and through our lives. I don't know about you, but I said even in Pinoni, average is not going to cause us to be great. Average is not going to cause us to stand out. If we want to stand out in our callings, be it in business, be it in ministry, be it in, in, in our careers, if we want to stand out, we need to allow God to manifest His greatness. But number one, we need to know and understand how great He is. And after knowing and understanding how great He is, we need to put Him on a pinnacle to know very well that whatever He can give to me, he will I will never be greater than Him. Because the Bible says, greater is He that is in me than the one that is in the world. Are you in the world? So why are you making yourself greater than God? They were great, but he was greater. God is on an assignment to make you great, to make me great. Don't settle for less, child of God. Thank you once again for listening to the message today. We trust that you were blessed by it. Please do subscribe to our podcast to receive new messages every week. Thank you very much and keep on building.